The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I'm so absolutely delighted that you've joined us today. It's been a really interesting week. On Saturday, my youngest son was married, and now I have a daughter. I know the official title is daughter-in-law, but I claim her as my own daughter. Her mother's okay with that. I I say that if I could design a daughter, I would have designed Gina. Um, She's such a lovely being. And it was a wonderful wedding, and I was honored to be the efficient. You have no idea what joy can come from helping marry a child to someone he absolutely adores. It, it, it was just an incredibly special time. And we all received an unexpected gift. It's called the flu. It was especially vicious, and all of us are coming out of it now these five days later. My temperature reached 102, and I was remembering all those warnings about the flu and old people, because I'm one of those. My thought was, well, is this my time? I'm not really afraid of death. I'm a bit concerned about the process, because that's an unknown. And few of us like the unknown, because we always have to be in control. And you're probably wondering, why on earth am I telling you all this? For a couple of reasons. One... So you know why I may now and then sound like a bullfrog today and that I'm a little bit off kilter because of the flu. And two, because the wedding was a spiritual experience for me and actually so was the flu. I know that may sound strange, but you know, just bear with me. We're going to talk about spirituality today and what I call spiritual stuff. And to have that conversation we have with us my dear friend, Dr. Joseph Cardillo, he's been with us before. The last time he was on, we talked about energy and just touched on energy and spirituality. It left me wanting to discuss it more and in greater depth, and he agreed to do that. Joseph Cardillo is a best-selling author in the fields of health, mind, body, spirit, and psychology. He is an expert in attention training and creative thinking and has taught more than 20,000 students in various colleges, universities, and institutes. His books have inspired people of all ages worldwide. He is a research associate at Mind Body Medical University and holds a doctorate 
in holistic psychology and mind-body medicine. He is a regular contributor to the Huffington Post and Psychology Today, as well as other leading publications. He received the prestigious 2011 SUNY Chancellor's Award for Scholarly Research and Creative Activity. His latest book is Body Intelligence, Harness Your Body's Energy for Your Best Life. We talked about that on the last show, and if you didn't get it, I highly recommend that if you're interested in energy in any way, you get this book. You'll be so glad you did. It is my absolute joy to welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show, Dr. Joseph Cardello. Joe, I'm so glad to have you back. Welcome. Thank you, uh, Irene. It's always a pleasure to be there. <laughs> I, I always, We always end up getting into conversations at breaks and after the show that I wish was on the air. So, you know, today I, I think we'll just talk about spirituality. But to get started, I think we need to define some terms. Um, I found that when I ask somebody to define or describe what spirituality is or what it means to them, I get such a wide variety of answers. Some, you know, two hardly ever resemble each other. How do you define spirituality? Well, you know, you know, and, and when you say that, the, the first thing that I think of is that it almost depends uh, what conversation I'm in. Uh, exactly. That that, that I, you know, that I, I start to define uh, spirituality almost as it's related to the conversation. Um, and that's because I, I really think that, that you know, I'm going I'm to talk generally right now and then I'm going to get more specific. I think that spirituality, you know, when we're, it applies to every single thing that we do. I don't think that, I don't think that we can separate uh, uh, spirituality from from anything that we've ever done, anything that we're ever going to do, anything that we've ever been, and and even you know in in terms of where were we before we were here uh, in this physical realm. So I think spirit, and, and where are we going to go after this? As a matter of fact, you know. So I think that that maybe that's why uh, even I uh, will have uh, various definitions on spirituality because I'm going to kind of define it as per the conversation. Uh, but I want to say I'm going I'm to define it uh, for our conversation here, and, and, and I think we can evolve it, too, throughout the conversation if you want um, because of that sort of uh, um, uh, aspect of, of, of definition where it just keeps uh, evolving, really. Um, but I think that for now, I'd like to define spirituality in two different ways. Uh, first, I, you know, I'd like to define spirituality as, as part of our nature, as part of our whole, full, living being. So in mind-body medicine and in holistic psychology, uh, when we talk about who we are, like what are we, we're, we're not looking at just the body, we're not looking at just the mind, and in fact, we're not looking at just the spirit, but we're looking at the whole living being. You know, who I am right now at this moment is made up of three things. It's made up of the spirit, the mind, and the body, and there's hyphens in between those three things because that's our full being, Uh, and so it's not any one of those. Uh, So 
I'd like to define spirituality as our awareness of the spirit part of who we are at this very moment. And I'd like to define spirituality as not just awareness, but that, that would be the first step. And then the next layer of spirituality would be experiencing our spirit, uh, experiencing that space, that part of us that is pure spirit. Uh, and, and at, at this very moment, not as, you know, this is what we were, or this is what we're going to be, but this is what we are at this very moment. This spirit is part of our full living being. And therefore, um, I'd like to say that, that spirituality is being aware of that part of us and, and experiencing it and, and using it, using it, you know, as much as we can throughout our daily lives to enrich our daily lives. And, and then I think we'll talk about other things, too, as this conversation goes on. Then I'd like to define spirituality in another way, too. I, I think that spirituality can def- be defined almost, you know, I, I'm going to define it scientifically by saying spirituality is the subtle energy that we are. And so we have our, our, our full body this physical energy plane that we are from cellular energy to chemical energy to electrical energy and so on. And then we also have the subtle energy of the spirit and, and how that is interplaying or interrelating with this physical energy that's made up of electricity and chemicals and so on that we are on a daily basis. And, and so the spiritual experience can be looked at in terms of pure energy. And, and, and so when I say that a person is spiritual, then a person is connected to that energy and is using that energy in his or her daily endeavors. And by the way, that energy is the most powerful energy of all. So that's uh, that's a long-winded. <laughs> yeah, but it, it it covers it covers a lot of ground. What do you say to people who say there is no spirit, there is no soul, or wh- however they want to term this part of us that's really us? You know, but but I've heard doctors say, well, there's no soul. You can't prove there's a soul. You can't prove that there's a spirit. But there's something in there that keeps us alive. What do you te- what do you tell these people? I don't understand how anybody can go there, but I've heard it all my life. Well, you know what what I what I tell those people is, you, I mean, you don't have to call it soul. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a soul to me is a beautiful word. I you think know, so I use too. The, it's it's no. a beautiful word. Do they buy I, into the I term use, consciousness. Business. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to object to what, what anybody calls it, uh, you know. Uh, so, you know, if somebody wants to use a different word, I mean, if we want to use a, uh, if we want to use a word out of physics, I'll call it, you know, subtle energy, and I'm okay with that too, um, because we don't really understand all there is to know about those subtle energies either, um, and and their capacity, their capability. Um, we're just at the tip of the iceberg now, you know, in, in this conversation, although there's so many of us talking about it, there's so many of us writing about it from different angles and everything, 
You know, I don't, I don't object uh, to, to somebody not liking a certain word. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I, I think my, my point was there's so many people who deny that there isn't something in us that we're basically just a physical being, and when the body dies, everything dies. Oh, I know. Listen, I, but, I, I but, you know, we all have to listen to this. I, you know, I had, I had someone, I had someone uh, come into my office several years ago. Uh, you know, as you know, when I was when I was still an academic, so I, you know, I had someone come into my my office uh, at the college at the State University of New York, and it was a late Friday afternoon, and I and I was in there uh, just uh, completing a, an article that I was writing. I can remember this like it was yesterday, but it was actually quite a few years ago, um, and 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 he comes in there. And and he was a real he was in a really uh, um, a kind of a, a down downward spiral uh, for 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 quite a few weeks. And the reason that he was in this downward spiral was because of certain things that had been happening in his family. And so he had developed a really negative and down attitude on everything. And you know that's un- understandable. Uh, how somebody could get there, um, you know, and, and probably we've all been there, you know, for a while. Uh, but it's what you do next that's important, and 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 the tools that you have to help you respond next are also important. And so this person somehow, you know, we got onto the conversation of, you know, you know, do, do you do you believe in in uh, you know in, in in life after death, or do you believe in an afterlife? And I said, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I believe in it the same way you do, but the answer is yes, I do. Um, and, you know, I believe in it in, in, in various, various ways. It's not, for me, it's not necessarily an act of faith. It's an act of experience. Um, and, and, and it's also an act of science. Uh, and so I believe in it that way. Um, and, and, and that that experience has, has made me faithful to the idea that these things exist. So for me, it's kind of the other way around, and it might be for some other people, including people in my own family. Um, and, and so this person would have nothing to do with what I was saying, you know, oh. because the person was downtrodden and, and understandably so, uh, very understandably so, um, and, and, and still, you know, hadn't, hadn't dealt with his issues. And and so I said to the you know the person had no bones about telling me hey look you know I you know I don't buy what you're telling me, and I said okay and that's fine, um, and then I just kind of sat there for a moment and I looked at him and I said let me ask you a question, so you don't believe there's anything after this, and the person said yeah that's right, and I said well okay, I said let me ask you this, do you believe that there was anything before this? I said, you don't believe you're going anywhere after this. The raw materials of your physical body are going to, you know, dissipate. Do you believe that that you exist that you were anything before this existence? And the person said, that's a good question. That's because a great question. the answer was obvious. Of course. Of course. <laughs> On that you note, didn't I appear. Want you didn't appear thinking. out of nowhere. You didn't appear out of nowhere. And we can all do the simple experiment. Just keep tracing it backwards. Keep tracing it backwards. There is nothing in nature that you keep tracing backwards, and just appears out of nowhere. No. Everything is a continuation of something else. 
Thich Nhat Hanh had a fantastic statement. He was talking about the cloud after it rains, and the cloud disappears. And he said, but the cloud doesn't really disappear. It's still there. <laughs> he said, you just have to see it. You have to see it. You have to find it. He said, next time you're eating an ice cream cone, look deeply into the ice cream cone and say, hi, cloud, I see you in there. Oh, I love that. On that note, it's time for us to go to break. This is Irene Connell with my guest, Dr. Joseph Cardella, saying stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenise and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Dr. Joseph Cardello. He's the author of Body Intelligence, Harness Your Body's Energies for Your Best Life. We were, we're talking today about spirituality and what I call spiritual stuff. Um, so I, I put it that way so we can just about talk about anything. And if, <laughs> if you've heard Joe before, you know we do anyway. Before the break, we were talking about uh, you know, all kinds of things. And Joe, you in one sentence you equated energy and spirituality. Uh, what does energy have to do with spirituality, and how do you describe this kind of energy? I know you talk about it in your book. In fact, on your book jacket it says on the back, "You are energy. Your world is energy, and everything in your world is energy." Talk a little bit about that and how that fits into what we're talking about today. Well. You know, I'm going to I'm going to take this, you know, from from again, you know, my background in, in mind body medicine. Uh and so I'm going to look at it like this. You know, a lot of this um is a, a lot of this kind of discussion these days is based around the world, word consciousness. 
And so, you know, we're constantly trying to uh, define consciousness and, and, and learn about the capabilities of consciousness. <clears throat> you know, what, what exactly can we do with, you know, what, what power does our consciousness have? What does it link us to? And in mind-body medicine, we, we, we look at it slightly differently. Most, most, uh, most of the discussion in, in, uh, regarding consciousness is, is it, a, is it something that's happening in the brain? And therefore, if it's happening in the brain and, and it's located within the body, then, of course, when we have no body anymore, at least by that kind of understanding, I don't know that I agree with it, but when we have no body anymore, then our consciousness and our uniqueness as a person is gone. So is used up uh, and gone. Um, and, and so that's one definition of consciousness, that consciousness is part of the brain, which is part of the body, and when the raw material of the body is gone, then that's gone. So then who we are is gone as well. Um, in mind-body medicine, we don't, we don't really... The other argument is that, that consciousness is a non-local thing. And by non-local, um, what, 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 the, what the philosophers and scientists and, 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 and thinkers who have thought about this uh, deeply uh, believe is that, is that your consciousness is not located within the brain itself. But then we have neurologists that will claim, well, I can show you what consciousness is. It's when all of the networks inside of the brain are lit and exchanging information. And that's what we call consciousness, this phenomenon of consciousness. In mind-body medicine, we don't really get involved in that kind of an argument. In mind-body medicine, <laughs> we move from the beginning that there, is, that there are three parts to who you are, to your full living being, and that is the body, the mind, and the spirit. And so consciousness exists in all three of those areas. We, we believe and understand that consciousness is the networks of the brain communicating with one another and lit up. We do believe that. And we believe also that consciousness is a non-local mind and that consciousness exists in the non-local mind. And we also believe that consciousness exists within the subtle energy of who we are or the spirit. So all three levels are conscious. And so in my book, Body Intelligence, I talk about tri-level consciousness. It's a term that we use. And tri-level consciousness means those three levels of our consciousness, the consciousness that's in the spirit, the consciousness that's in the mind that is non-local, and the consciousness that's in the mind that is local or part of the brain. It's the physical part of us. And that whole triad is who you are is who we are. And when it's all unblocked and when the energy is flowing from one level to the next without blocks and smoothly, we feel healthy, we feel happy, uh, we feel energetic, we perform our best. And, and, and here's the, the most important thing. We are evolving. We are evolving. We, we've come into this life and we are, we are evolving who and what we are as a full living being. And so when we exit this experience, we exit evolved ahead of where we were when we came into it. Not, you know, not either 
not not the same. We should change. Well, I guess my question then, is that the one that popped in my head was, how many times do we come before we get it finished? You know, is well, there a time that, that we've evolved to a, a, a point that we've reached um, whatever it is we need to reach? I, I wish I knew what that was, but... Well, you know, I don't think anybody is 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 going to have a a definitive no. answer there. Yeah, we I, don't. I really, this in the realm of we have no earthly idea. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to have a definitive answer there or any any idea. I mean, if I if I just apply, I mean, if I just apply, you know, principles again of mind body medicine to that, then I've got to say that. You know, I've got to say that 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 the full living being of of who and what we are is going to either we're going to evolve it, we're going to evolve it in terms of who we are. In other words, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to become more of who I am and want to be, or I'm going to be changed by by everything else. Around me, I mean, and, and I, I, it may sound like a, it may or may not sound like a heavier concept, but if I mean, if we think about it, and, and just look at look at individuals around us, there are those people around us who are are changing themselves to become more of who they want to be, and that's what I call evolution, and uh, as long as who they want to be is 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 going, you know, in a, in a positive direction, in a better direction. I mean, it's not a de-evolution. <laughs> exactly. It's going Have you in read a positive David Hawkins' book, Power Versus Force? No. Remarkable but, book on consciousness and degrees of consciousness uh, and, and uh, kinesiology, actually. Uh, and how the the body does not lie and and knows the truth. It's a very interesting book. Um, I don't know. It's ten years old or so, but it's really well worth the read. Uh, mm-hmm. Brilliant man. Interesting theories. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference between religion and spirituality? And does one preclude the other? No, I'm going to answer that last part first. Uh, one does not preclude the, the other, and in fact, religion and spirituality, you know, work hand in hand. Um, I think that that spirituality and religion are often interested in similar things. Um, you know, at least the things that get us interested in in, in, in either. Uh, it, you know, questions such as God. You know, we have questions about God. Um, we have questions about our source of existence. If if not God, um, we have questions about infinity. Um, we also we ha- also have questions about our extinction. You know, uh, you know when when we when we die, do we cease to exist? Is that what death is? So we're concerned with that. You know, myself, I'm also concerned with the idea of birth. You know, it, it, what, what is that about? Um, what does that mean? I mean, something just popped into existence out of nowhere on, on that day. We, 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 we exist, <laughs> or were we something before that? So those things, those things come into mind, uh, you know, and I think that spirituality and religion both 
address those. I think that the major difference uh, between spirituality, <coughs> excuse me, and religion uh, are that religion, uh, it, for me, as as I understand it, is is based on acts of faith. It, its origins are in acts of faith, um, and I believe that that. Uh, that that uh, spirituality, by its very nature, is based on acts of experience. That said, can religion become an act of experience? Absolutely. And can and can spirituality then reinforce faith? Absolutely. But for me, I make that little distinction that you know the the, the prime extinction is that you know uh, you know until I've had this experience. That that religion for me uh, provides maybe a way, provides a concept or an idea, and provides something for me to have faith in that will occur. Uh, and then I think that spirituality uh, is an act of experience. So, for example, I may believe in, in in that there is some kind of consciousness beyond this human body, and and I might call it a soul. And, and, and that's religion. And for me, spirituality would be experiencing the space or the realm of that existence beyond this human body uh, and that experience that we call soul uh, from here, from my human body, being able to tap into it now. Uh, I want to talk about that more right now. It's time for us to go to break. So when we come back, get ready for a really great conversation about the soul. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Joseph Cardello, saying stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Joseph Cardello. We're talking about spirituality. And we left on a statement about experiencing our soul. And so my question, Joe, is 
How do you do that? Well, I think that I think that in doing in, in trying to do something that's a that's a real big endeavor <laughs> for, for <laughs> oh, all I've of us. It's a really big life. endeavor, <laughs> and it's uh, you know it's a, it's such a boy. It's such a a a, a growing and and long years effort. So it, it it needs to take a priority in somebody's life. Um, and I think it, uh, I mean, I, I honestly believe that something, something you, we can have these epiphanies, we can have these little experiences that really rock us and you'd say, wow, you know, something just happened there. What's that I about? I totally agree with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's that about? You know, but then we got to pursue those things. You know, I think that so many times that people have those little experiences that really rock them and then they don't stay with it. They just kind of say, well, you know. I don't know, you know, maybe it was just a coincidence or a weird thought I had or something like that. Um, but I, I think it's got to be a lifelong pursuit, really. And, and, but see, it's got, it's got tremendous, when you're pursuing your spirituality, it's, it's not like you got a choice. It's, it, well, you do have a choice, but it's not like you're, you're going for some foreign object. It, you, you know, you're trying to open a door to, to, to who you are. It's like, it's like trying to understand, uh, you know, your heart. <laughs> you know, if you don't pay attention to, to your heart and how your heart operates and what it needs to stay healthy, you you know you're going to run into trouble potentially and in fact and eventually you will um if you don't pay attention to how your muscles work you're going to run into trouble uh just give yourself time <laughs> yeah, you'll run into exactly. trouble so w- w- i mean these are just really simple little things i mean if we don't if we don't pay attention to how our mind works we experience mental fatigue you know we experience brain fatigue we experience memory loss all these things and i mean all you got to do is you know just n- not pay attention so you know to experience those kind of consequences and the same thing is true with spirit and spiritual energy because it's part of who we are just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist you know i can't see an emotion but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist so it really it exists and you can you you have a choice to pursue it or not the more we pursue it the more you can start to see what you can do with spiritual energy and you know in mind body medicine we understand that this, the energy of spirit is the, is, is the strongest, is the most powerful of all. And therefore, we want to try to open our bodies and, and even our you know, non-local consciousness to that spiritual energy. Okie dokie, how do you open your non-local consciousness? <laughs> Well, you know, one thing is, is that one, we have many tools with which we can do this with. The first tool that we have really is that we have to make, start to make our, ourselves more sensitive. And, and I think a good place to start with increasing our sensitivity is, is with, with the, through the body because we know the body best. So, you know, we know when it's hot, we know when it's cold, we, we feel things. So I, one of the ways that we can start experiencing a spiritual realm, which is way up there, 
and very subtle and different from this energy is that we have to increase our sensitivity to the physical world. So you could do, do just a simple little thing. All somebody needs to do is, is just, you know, either sit down in a chair, sit down in a couch, or stand up somewhere. Really nice if you can do it outside. Just stand up and, and say, okay, listen, you know, just say to yourself, I want you to uh, feel, tell me what you feel right now uh, in your feet. And somebody, you know, most people will say, well, you know, I can feel the ground below my feet. That's what they'll say. And, and so you can try to increase your sensitivity. Like, really, can you feel anything more than just the ground beneath your feet? And some people will say, well, you know, I, I feel a sense of warmth. I feel that. And other people will say, well, I feel a sense of coolness, maybe, depending on where you're standing, right? Yeah. So some people will say, I feel a sense of warmth below my feet. And then you'll say, really, can you feel any more? And, and if you push it, you'll say, oh, you know, I can feel my socks. And then I can feel my shoes beneath my socks. And then I can feel the ground beneath my shoes. And then you might say, well, what do you feel below that? What do you feel? You can, you can make it to the ground. Can you feel something happening below that? And sometimes somebody might say, well, you know, I can feel, I can feel, some, I can feel some kind of vibration maybe. I can feel something, almost like, you know, the, the vibrational equivalent of, a, of somebody humming. I can feel that. And, and you, can, you can continually go deeper and deeper. Now, when you start out, you're certainly going to say, I feel the ground below my feet. But with, if you keep saying, what can I feel below that, below that, below that, below that, and you keep getting, increasing the sensitivity of your body, you start with that. And then you can, I mean, I'll give you another thing to play with. These are simple little things. I think I have some of these in my body intelligence book, too. The next one I definitely have in body intelligence. And I, you know, I say to myself, look, let's say that, you know, it depends what kind of climate you're in. If you're in a hot climate, you know, then you, 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 what do you feel on your skin? Does your skin feel hot on the outside? You might say, well, you know, I'm, I'm sitting out in the sun. It feels hot. And then say, well, find the coolness underneath that. You know, put your, put your mind on your body and, and, and start to enter your body a little bit. Okay, so you feel hot. Is there any place in your body that you don't feel hot, that you feel just cool? Is there coolness inside your body? There has to be coolness that's in there somewhere. So find the coolness. And when you find the coolness, ask yourself, just like you did the thing with your feet, ask yourself, can you feel the warmth below the coolness? And can you feel the coolness below that warmth? And so you're playing with this idea of making your body more and more sensitive. A nice thing to do is say, okay, locate the coolness inside your body, even though it feels warm on the outside. So you find a, you find a space of coolness in your body, and you put your mind there. And then you can ask yourself, find the warmth inside the coolness. Not inside your body, but inside that actual cool space. And, most and then people find do the that. coolness inside that. And so you're, you're starting to make yourself ultra, ultra sensitive to physical things. That's a good place to start. Then go to the next level. Some people like to call the next level, you know, I, this level of consciousness, the mind. Some people like to call it, you know, uh, the astral body maybe. You know, I don't, I don't use that term much, but for some people it's, it's meaningful. You know, I use the term the middle mind or the higher mind. You know, and, 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 and put yourself in that astral body or that astral mind and do the same thing with that. 
Ask yourself, as that astral body is standing there, ask yourself, what do I feel below my feet? And start to go there. Make yourself sensitive within the astral body. And move your consciousness around inside the astral body. You know, feel your hands, feel your legs, your hair, your face. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What, what, what do your emotions look, feel like in your astral body? And this is, a, this is a really very entertaining thing to do, as a matter of fact, and a very, very calming thing. In fact, for people out there that are stressed out, their body is stressed, and their, and their physical mind is just, you know, all knotted up and stressed and anxious, do the exercise I just told you. Try that exercise I just told you. Put yourself in your astral body and move your awareness around inside that astral body, and it'll calm you down pretty quick because you're no longer in your own physical body. You're in the second plane of your body, and that it's is the astral body. While you were doing that, I'm sitting here with my eyes shut, and I'm really going with you on this whole thing until I realized I'm doing a radio show. I have to pay attention here, but it was really quite interesting. Isn't it relaxing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the sensations you get are so different All right. than this is when you're doing it from another place, from this your physical plane place. This is almost foolproof, place. so I want to throw it right into the conversation here. <laughs> this is almost foolproof. I mean, for me and for anybody that I've worked with or anybody in my family, it is foolproof. If you have insomnia, this will put you to sleep like so fast. You won't even believe it. But, I mean, I, you, you got to work your way up to it if you're a beginner. But if you, if you are a person who has done meditation, even simple meditation, you'll be able to do this tonight. If not, then you may have to practice with simple meditation a little bit and then get into this. But if you have insomnia or if you're not getting good sleep or if you wake up in the middle of the night and can't get back to sleep, if you, when you're laying there, if you just, you know, how you meditate in your physical body, and, and, and many of us use our physical mind to start out that meditation, instead of doing that, instead of doing that, if you use, if you just visualize your astral body and do your meditation within that astral body, so you're now meditating your consciousness and your meditation is happening in the physical, in the astral body, not your physical body. And then just move that, move the consciousness that is in the, in the head, in the head of that astral body. You know, as a friend of mine says, take the elevator down to your center, which we call the lower Dantean, but you don't need to know that. Just take it down to your, take the elevator down to your abdomen and put your consciousness there and just leave it there and you'll fall asleep. Oh, that's interesting. You'll be so calm because you're not in your body anymore. Your consciousness is in the astral body and you've moved it down, not to your lower Dantian in your physical body. You've moved it to the lower Dantian in your astral body and that will put you to sleep. Because all three are connected. Your spirit is connected. That middle body, if you will, is connected. That middle conscious body is connected and the physical body is connected. So when you just, 
when you just move out of the physical body with your consciousness, go into the consciousness of your astral body, center that consciousness, you're going to go to sleep. And it'll de-stress you throughout the day. So if you're in an office and you're stressed out, close the door and try that little exercise, and you'll be shocked at how, well, actually, you won't be shocked. You'll love it. (laughs) You'll be calmed. You'll be calmed into how wonderful an experience that can be. So the next question then would be, and I'm going to ask you the question, and then we're going to go to break. How, if you can work in the in the middle in the in the middle consciousness or level of consciousness, how how can you work in the highest level? Let's go to break, and when we come back, we'll let Dr. Joseph Cardillo give us that little answer. So stay tuned. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Joseph Cardillo. We're talking about spiritual stuff. Uh, and we were talking about how you can work in the middle level of consciousness. And I asked Joe to talk to us now about how can we work with the highest level of consciousness. Can we? Yeah, we can. And I think that it, you know, we have to, it has to be, you know, we have to want this. And we should want it because, you know, th- this, will, this will allow us to experience and see our full living being. I mean, we should want to know who we are. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, we should want to know who we are. And if we're only seeing a third of who we are, and in fact, you know, science tells us it's even less than that. Science tells us that when we look at each other, when we look around, we're only seeing, we're only seeing less than 4% of what's there. Wow. You know, and that's science talking, not me. It's 96 point, you know, something percent. And, and we're seeing less than 4% of what's there. And so, you know, without even needing to tap that conversation any further, I mean, that's a fact. You know, when, when we know that, we should want to know, you know, what more is there, not only to me, but to my world and to everything else. And so, uh, because this has to do with either our evolving or our being, our being progressed 
If we evolve, we've got something to say about it, and we're bringing ourselves to a more positive, higher level of existence as, as individuals. If, if we're progressed from birth to death, then, then, then all the other energy in our world, in our environment, in our universe is just moving us along. And it may not be, it may, may not be in our best interests, any of it. And so we can literally wind up in a worse place than we wound up in in the first place. Uh, so there's that to it. I think that, you know, making ourselves really sensitive during the break, we were talking about, you know, the colorations of the, the Arizona sky out near where you are. And, you know, you can make yourself so sensitive that you can use your spiritual energy to experience that in ways that are really unimaginable, almost, you know, un- unspeakably beautiful. As you, you, can, you can use your energy to become that color. You can put your consciousness in that color and have the ultimate recreation with that. I mean, Not while you're, you're driving. <laughs> not while you're driving. Well, <laughs> no, um, not while yeah, kind of. I have to say, yeah, kind of. But you can't you can put see, everything in that attention. That, you can see what that color can do to change the energy that you feel on a particular day. See, I think that's another very clear uh, difference between uh, uh, you know uh, an act of faith and an act of experience. That, that yes. You start to see that spirituality is something not for tomorrow, not for our future, not after our quote-unquote demise, but that spirituality is something that's supposed to be fueling us on a on a minute by minute basis while we're while we're here i i personally don't see much of a distinction between when we're here and when we're not um it's just uh you know what am i seeing what do i think remember i'm only seeing four percent less than four yeah. percent of what and i'm basing my conclusions off of that so anyway how do you get to that higher spiritual level i think that you know, one of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately and also researching a lot is that, in, in, you know, we can, there's two ways to get there. One way is to learn how to get there, and the other way is to evolve ourselves there. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing some work with this in the future, uh, the very near future. You know, in, when we're evolving ourselves there, we don't necessarily, we, we just got to make ourselves We've got to put ourselves into experiences that have effects on us. And ex- experiences affect us sometimes without our asking for it, without our even understanding it. Um, I can go to a foreign country and, and not understand the culture at all, and that, that experience will have an effect on me. And when I come back to the United States, I will act differently because of certain things that occurred, even though I didn't understand them. So I didn't, I didn't really, quote, unquote, learn anything. I evolved in that sense without learning. Then if I'm going to try to learn how to get to a spiritual place, I kind of, there's one step uh, that's important, and that is I've got to be, I've got to be willing and I've got to be ready for it. I've got to have the prerequisite tools so I don't, I don't think it's fair to say to somebody, look, um, you know, you can experience this really deep uh, spiritual uh, uh, activity. Go try it tonight. I don't think that's fair because... I oh, I don't that, either. 
You know what I mean? I think that, and I think that that's where sometimes uh, a lot of us that, that come at this from philosophy and a lot of us who come at, at it from science, all the various sciences, you know, if, if we expect people to do that, it isn't going to happen. It, it, there's, a prerequ- there's some prerequisite skills that are, that are fun and beautiful to learn on the way. You know, Little League was fun when we played it. And then we, we progress to, we progress. And we evolve so that we've, we've got the mechanics with which to do that. And, I, you know, one of the most beautiful mechanics is to understand the body and the, the energy of the body and the mind. And that's, that's what my book, Body Intelligence, is all about, is starting with understanding and being sensitive to the energy of the body and the mind. And then to use some of the mechanics of meditation, visualization, uh, re- reflection, uh, you know, uh, attracting the energy that we need in a scientific way, you know, learning how to output energy in a scientific way, learning how to tap into the energies of the things that are in our environment and, and, and learning how to absorb those energies to, to help us do the things that we need to do. Um, all of that, including how to experience, you know, the, the universal consciousness or the God or the divine and all of that, and, and, and how can I absorb that energy? How can I, how can I commune with that? And, and, and what has that got to do with everything, you know? Can I locate, can I locate the cloud in the ice cream cone? Exactly. And it, the answer to that is yes. What would you tell people if they asked you, what's the starting place? What, what? What's the starting place to be able to tap into that higher consciousness? I think the starting, the easiest starting place is with body intelligence, is, is, to, is to become sensitive to the energies that affect our physical body uh, just like we were talking about before, simple little activities. Simple little and to activities. understand that, understand the science behind it, and then to also start to play with some of the skills of the mind, which include meditation. The two big ones are meditation and visualization, and also the creation of what I call templates or their patterns that we put in our mind. They're patterns for doing things that trigger automatically. So now you've got ener- energy trigger- triggering automatically. And one of the things that we can do when we, when we get into higher levels of, of energy mechanics is we can take, we can take the energy of the, of the spirit or the highest mind, the highest consciousness energy, that energy, which is our original being, Take that energy and use it to create patterns in our body and in our, in our physical mind and, and to have those patterns triggering so that behind every act, you know, when I, when I, when I go outside and I take a walk behind every act and, and as I become mindful of what I'm doing behind every act, I can feel the energy of spirit. I can feel the energy of the non-local mind, and I can feel the energy of the physical body, which is my full being. And, and once I understand that, I'll understand that I was something before I was born, and I'll understand that I am something after this word death, because those b- words birth and death are futile attempts to try to explain something that happened that we can't <laughs> that really we can't see. Explain. 
Dr. Joseph Cardillo can be found at www.josephcardillo, that's C-A-R-D-I-L-L-O.com. His book is Body Intelligence. Please get this book if you're interested in spiritual things at all. Joe, we just have one minute. Very quickly, what's the thought you'd like to leave our listeners today? Well, the thought that I'd like to leave with your listeners is I want to just tell you that I'm going to be speaking to a conference of physicians uh, and, and medical personnel uh, very shortly, and, and, and this is a thrill for me because, you know, I think that we're finally starting to see that when we tap into our full living being, which is something that's doable and accessible for everybody, we start to, we start to vaporize our fears, we start to activate you know, our best life, our best performance, and we're happy, we're, we're spiritual, we're not afraid, we feel good. And that's what I want everybody to have. Oh, what a great way to end the show. Joe, thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate your work so much. Thank you, Irene, and thank you for your great show. Thank you. (laughs) It's always fun to have you, and I'm going to say again, as I always do, we're going to have to have you back. (laughs) I'm always there. (laughs) I know. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Joseph Cardillo, saying thank you so much for being with us today. Come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.